Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Houston Fieldhouse in Troy, New York. Yes, our second remote location of the podcast, because we were in Albany back in uh, March for the NCAA hockey tournament. Uh, we have our post-game thoughts of the uh, RPI's 3-0 victory over Union on Saturday night to complete the uh, weekend sweep of the Dutchman. RPI retains the Capital Skates uh, trophy. Uh, so um, a good weekend for the engineers, not so good for the Dutchman. Uh, this game uh, was sort of a snooze fest in the opening period. The teams combined for five shots on goal. RPI had four of them. Uh, but you know, slowly but surely the game uh, got going in the second period. Union had some good opportunities. Uh, Andrew Seaman had an open net that he missed, and Liam Robertson got robbed on a great glove save by uh, Mar- uh, Lyndon Marshall, the goaltender, who earned his second career shutout in the game. Union only had 15 shots on goal the fourth time this season. They've been under 20, and their second lowest total of the season. Uh, Shane Seller broke the tie uh, just past the midway point of the second period, scoring his second goal of the year, taking a pass from Jacob Laka uh, from along the uh, left-wing boards. Uh, Seller was in the slot, and he beat goaltender Connor Murphy, who had lost his stick. It was behind the uh, union net. Uh, Murphy, will, you'll hear how that happened uh, when we have some comments from Connor in just a little bit. Uh, Zach Dubinsky made it two nothing at eight nineteen of the second period. I'm sorry, of the third period, and then uh, Tour Linden uh, sealed the deal at nineteen twelve with an empty net goal. We have interviews with both sides. Let's begin with RPI and goaltender Linden Marshall. Congrats on the shutout tonight. Uh, you know, what are your observations? Uh, you know, 15, 15 shots on goal, but uh, you know, you got all of them. Uh, yeah, you know, I thought I thought as a team they they did a really good job letting me see shots, and that makes my game a lot easier when I can uh, f- like find those point shots and, and things like that. That's that's one thing Union burned, burned me on yesterday, and tonight we definitely, uh, as a team, really helped me out. One shot you faced in that first period, I mean, how do you keep focused when nothing's going on? Yeah, it can definitely be tricky when you know there's not much action at your end, but I, I thought the game was still a little bit back and forth, so I still felt like I was in it, even though only having one shot. So it, it is a little tricky at times, but but I, I think I was in the right space for it. How's it good to feel to have the Capital Skates Trophy still here in Troy? It's the best feeling in the world. <laughs> Up next is Shane Seller. Shane, you thought, we talked to you during the week, you thought the atmosphere would be kind of like something you hadn't seen before. What are your observations on the rivalry now having two games? Uh, it's definitely different being a part of the rivalry than seeing it from afar. Um, but I thought the atmosphere was great both at Union and here tonight. Um, playing in front of some of our fans that aren't able to come to games here is awesome on the road. Um, and then our students did a great job tonight of turning out, and, and they were just as loud. Can you talk about your goal? Because you took advantage of uh, Murphy without a stick. I didn't even know that. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Our, our D made a great job pinching down the wall, and, and Lax made a great play uh, finding me in the slot. And I know we always just talk about getting pucks on the net, and f- b- bounces happen. Yeah, it was right through five holes, was it? I think so. Yeah. And you guys now strung together. You, know, you got three straight wins here. You know, how's this coming together? You have, you know, we talked about all the newbies at the start of the year. What do you, how do you think things are starting to mesh? 
Well, we always talk about how we're a team, and it's going to take 60 minutes to play each night. And I think each game we play, we we learn our identity even more, um, and it makes it easier. Um, And I think we've started to really figure out um, what it's going to take to win and starting from the puck drop at 7 o'clock every night. Now stepping up is Zach Dubinsky. Talk about your goal there. Did you get a piece of that uh, shot from Jack Agnew? Uh, no, I didn't get a piece from it. Uh, a piece of it when it was uh, shot in, but uh, it got the rebound and uh, was able to jam it home. How important was that goal? I mean, it, it makes it two nothing at that point. The way Union was not generating anything offensively, it, you know, seemed like it'd be a safe lead at that point. Yeah, I mean, we were stepping on the gas at that point of the game. Um, I thought all all four lines were going, um, and I was lucky enough to get that in and uh, secure a good lead in that game. Did, did you know you had room? You had some clearance there on the D-man, not just to set the screen, but also for the rebound. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I just parked myself in front of the net. Um, usually good things happen when you go there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just shot in, and luckily it went in. What about that first period? I mean, you combined, teams combined for five shots on goal. I mean, it seems like anything was happening. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty rare. It doesn't, doesn't happen too often. But um, I think we, we were playing really well defensively, and uh, we just weren't, we weren't necessarily getting our shots through. But I think we, uh, we stepped it up later in the game. And finally for RPI, it's their head coach, Dave Smith. Motivations first on them tonight and then the weekend as a whole. Well, the, um, my first observation, I think Ken might have asked me about the crowd once or twice already this year, and I never pay attention. I actually looked tonight, and I was so happy and impressed and, and, and proud of the student body support. I looked up, and it felt like this whole one side was full of students, and um, Honestly, that's that's the first thing that I noticed post game. Um, comments on the game, I, you know, winning is hard. Tonight was a, is, a, is a hard game, and we, I thought we um, stayed to our mission, played to our identity um, from start to finish. I thought Union um, pushed, but I thought we we responded very well. That first period, I mean, it's probably one you it won't be shown as a, a great uh, one of the great periods of all time, but. You know, how important was it to you know, keep Union with just one shot on goal and just keep it uh, tight checking the way that period turned out to be? You know, it, it, the ability to defend in all three zones is something we talk a lot about. And not just playing defense in front of your goalie. And when you get a number like that, that tells me that our guys are dialed in and defending in all three zones. And um, it was uh, a little bit of, of cat and mouse with both teams playing so hard defensively, it was hard to generate anything. And you know, I think it opened up a little bit in the second period and, you know, with the goal. And then, you know, in the third period, Dubinsky's goal, I, I thought it was every goal was huge. Right in a, in a game where both teams are competing so hard defensively, you had to work really hard for any offensive space. The both goals I thought were great examples of guys putting themselves in positions to make the play. And we've talked about you know it's an evolving process this year. Just talking about you know Seller being right on the spot and locker, giving them a good feed, and the Dubinsky doing the, doing the work down low. Yeah, and for for us, our offense is is five guys that work together with a focus on the net. And I think Shane just, he finds himself in a good spot. Um, there was two plays before he even got the puck that, that were positive team first plays, and he just fires it on the net. And, and, and Dubinsky, not a big guy, but finds his way to net front for his second goal of the weekend for him about you know three feet out. And uh, it's just how we have to play a team game. So with the focus on the net, it's nice that those guys get rewarded.
How important is it for Lyndon to be sharp in a period when he only sees one shot? I thought Lyndon Marshall was good start to finish. Again, I think um, they, they, there wasn't a lot of second chance scoring opportunities uh, for Union tonight, which tells me again that everybody was dialed in. And for us, our, our, our recipe has to be everybody. It has to be penalty kill, power play, all five guys on the ice, all four lines, all 7D. And, and I thought we got that tonight from start to finish. Let's move over to Union now, and let's hear from head coach, Rick Bennett. Or the offense tonight? Just seen they struggled all night. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought RPI played an excellent defensive game, uh, very extremely structured, and you know we we just trying to fight fight our way through it. I thought at times in the second we did, we didn't capitalize on it, and I think that was a key for us not being able to just kind of put it together. You know, a little frustration, you know, at the same time, but. I thought that second we had a, we had some pretty good chances to put you know put the puck in the net and we just didn't. I think Seaman there had the best chance in that yeah. open net and not just flubbed it or what, what Yeah, it looked like he flubbed. I haven't seen it uh, obviously on, on film right now, but it looked like a guy was sliding across too, so that might have altered his path too. So now again, you know, they I thought RPI played a great great game tonight. Is it you had a good look on that on the power play? Uh, Marshall came up with a big big save in that second period. Is tonight just a case where maybe if you got a bounce here or there, that maybe it's a different conversation right now? Possibly, you know. But we had a couple, you know, two two breakdowns in the D zone, and against an older team, they're going to put in the back of your net. We're a younger team. You know what? We're finding our way, and to me, that's really that's the storyline for, for for this whole weekend. I, I don't feel that we were just like totally outplayed by any means. We're proud of our guys, you know, especially the youth. That they're working hard, but at the end of the day, it's just one of those things. The power play, not not struggle with trying to set up with those first two power plays. What 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 do you have to do to get get that better? Well, we just oh we, we made some adjustments there between periods. I thought uh, John Rowan did a good job. We made a few adjustments and allowed us to get you know in their zone and get set up. But you know, again, it's just getting the reps, getting the reps and. Another thing is we've had high, you know, a high turnover rate with the power plays. You know, just putting guys in and out of the lineup. So it really hasn't been fair to John. But you know what? As a player, you get the opportunity. You have to make the most of that. Is and that tough to, uh, yeah, when you're mixing, trying yeah. to find that right combination? Yeah, it is. But you know, it's you get tossed in. You want to be the solution. And, the, and when, when you're the solution, you're going to stay in the lineup and you're going to stay in the power play. Just the same same thing as penalty kill. Connor Murphy tonight. Uh, I thought he played well, yeah. but uh, I don't know what happened on that first goal. He lost, seemed to lose his stick, and it was yeah. I, again, lost his stick, and kid had a great quick quick release. We didn't get stick on puck on it, so we didn't help him when when, when his stick was lost. So again, it's a team game, and you know, unfortunately, it's in the back of your net. Same thing you've talked about defensive breakdown. The same thing when Dubinsky's goal was he was allowed to stand in front. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was a. To me, that 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 one was more frustrating, because that's a one-on-one -on -one battle in front of the net. Our guy, we talk about this all the time, and he lost that battle. And to me, that's unacceptable. Up next is goaltender Connor Murphy, the junior from Hudson Falls, made 21 saves in the game. Connor, uh, what happened on that first goal? You lost your stick there. How did you lose your stick? Yeah, um, I was uh, trying to get a puck behind the net with my blocker, or not behind the net, just like off to the side. And uh, 
two guys came skating around and just kind of swiped it out of my hands and then I was it was just stuck behind the net for the entire shift and then obviously it got scored on so if you had tough. your stick you think you would just be able to stop that shot I would have definitely had a better chance yeah how, how much better was this game like for you guys? I mean, you didn't score, but uh, for you personally, was this a better game tonight? Yeah, I know. Um, I needed a bounce back game coming from last night. I, I, I don't think last night was horrible, but it definitely wasn't my game. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm happy with how I played, but I, I'm pretty upset about the outcome, unfortunately. So, um, we're just gonna have to bounce back from it, and learn from our mistakes, and get back to it this week. How'd you guys get away from not too many men on the ice there toward the end? Because you look at you know, you're going on the uncle off for an extra attacker, or a player came on and then he has you hesitated to start it back. Yeah, so I saw the play developing from uh, from in their zone, and as I was I was uh, skating off, they kind of got the puck and started skating down and shot it towards the net. So I backed away from the bench and tried to play it, and I knew that there was another guy on the ice, so they thought there was, but there ended up being just five players. Uh, what happened on the single? Did Dubinsky get a piece of that puck before he put the rebound in? Um, he may have. I don't. It was on a, like a little bit on edge. I, it wasn't a clean shot, so I kind of bobbled it a little bit. But it just hit the inside of my blocker and went the wrong direction, and he ended up being right in front of the net for the rebound. Finally, it's sophomore forward Liam Robertson. Uh, tough to tough to win a game. You only get 15 shots on goal. What do you got to do to, you know, get get uh, the offense going again? Uh, we just got to create lanes. Uh, they block shots really well, like incredibly well. And we just got to make space for ourselves, get the puck to the net, get bodies to the net. We just didn't do a good enough job that tonight. How frustrating was this, not only tonight, but this whole weekend? It's, uh, it's not fun. It's extremely frustrating, especially going up against RPI. It's, it stings a little bit more. But yesterday we weren't good enough, not even close. Today was a better effort. Didn't get enough pucks to the net. Didn't make them work too much, so uh, look to do that back in January in the Mayor's Cup. What do you have to do to get this power play going? I mean, last night you had that 5-1-3 uh, for 59 seconds, and you couldn't get your – it looked like it was too much passing, not enough looking toward the net. Tonight, uh, the first two power plays, you, you had trouble even setting up in the zone. Yeah, I just think we got to talk more. We uh, communicate better, make our passes uh, harder, more along the ice, right on the tape. I think uh, that was a big problem today. Uh, I think just coming up into the zone, doing our thing, I think we got a little bit out of our system, but we need to get back to it, back to it on Monday and uh, get back to work. Liam, how, how tough is it? Tough loss last night, you come out tonight, you get one shot in the, in the first period. Is it, is it disappointing? I mean, how do you describe that feeling in the intermission, first and second, not to come out and get a big jump? <laughs> one shot's definitely not going to cut it, and definitely not going to win a game. Um, it's the positive thing to look at is that they only got three or four shots in the first. But for us, we just need to get the puck deep. Was that one of the most boring first periods you ever played or periods that periods you played it? Because it was like nothing was going on. I, I wasn't really too concerned about the shots. I didn't notice until I looked up at the end of the period. But looking back on it now, I, I think it was, yeah. It's, but uh, two defensive teams going at it, that's what you're going to get. This is another thought uh, from uh, Saturday's game. The, uh, the crowd was announced at 693. Of course, RPI still has its policy of only allowing students, faculty, and staff to attend games. No one from outside, except for the media, obviously. Uh, we're allowed to, to be inside the building uh, to cover these games. But uh, 
for 693 people, they made a lot of noise. The RPI students were in, in mid-season form, uh, obviously complaining about some of the referees' calls and uh, doing their usual chants and the pregame introductions of the players where they tell them they're not not, not very good. <laughs> so let's put it that way. But uh, And the pep band, it was good to hear from them. Uh, hear from them. Uh, they, had a, you know, they had a good time. And like I said, it, it, 693 made a lot more Noise than the 1700 Friday night at I just, I still think that the atmosphere at Mesa was just not there. I mean, and I, I understand the bands weren't, neither team's uh, bands uh, were at that game, but uh, it just just didn't seem to have that oomph. But uh, Saturday night it did, and it was, it was good to see and good to hear the fans uh, uh, chanting. And, um, they, of course, they're obviously happy with their engineers getting the victory over the Dutchman. Well, of course, next weekend, uh, both teams will be home. Uh, Union will be hosting uh, Clarkson on Friday and St. Lawrence on Saturday. And uh, and then coming up, uh, RPI will have St. Lawrence and uh, uh, Clarkson. So that'll that'll do it here from Houston Fieldhouse. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you uh, have any questions, comments about the podcast or any questions about college hockey, you can email me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. Follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers. I am Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Houston Fieldhouse in Troy, New York, good night, good hockey.